Hey folks, Catsby here. So, a few months ago, I noticed that every time I drank bubble tea, which I tended to do about once a week, afterward, I would get really sad. And not just because it was gone. <laughs> after a couple times of this happening, I started to wonder if the sugar in the bubble tea I was drinking was causing depressive symptoms. So today's episode is going to explore the link between depression and sugar. Is there one? Let's find out. First things first, I looked into a bunch of research on the topic and it turns out that there is a correlation between the two. Before we go any further, I want to clarify that there's a difference between correlation and causation. Correlation means that two things have been found to happen together. So people that eat high amounts of sugar have been found to have higher rates of depression. But that's different than saying that having those high rates of sugar in your diet causes the depression. For the research that I did, I found that there is a strong link or a correlation between those two things, but that that causation part of it hasn't necessarily been found yet. That said, let's dive into the evidence. In 2017, there was a study completed which found that men, specifically men, who ate 67 grams of sugar or more per day over a period of several years were 23% more likely to be diagnosed with depression than their counterparts who hadn't. And when I heard those numbers, I got a little bit curious. So first thing, 67 grams of sugar per day is more than double what the American Heart Association recommends that people eat. So that is an elevated sugar level. Um, but the next question I asked is, well, that's what is recommended, but what are people actually eating? And after some digging there, it turns out that most Americans are eating above that 67 grams of sugar per day threshold. Um, so keep those numbers in mind. Also in 2017, US News and World Report shared an article that showed four studies linking sugar and depression. So according to all of this stuff, there are many, many studies and articles that are pointing to all of these links between depression and sugar. Some other things to point out are that one, these articles specifically called out simple sugars as the worst contributor to this depression and sugar phenomenon. Simple sugars were much worse for you than complex sugars and complex carbohydrates. One other thing these studies found is that even after reducing sugar intake, those higher elevated levels of depression stayed high, which means that past dietary habits influence your current levels of depression as well. So after seeing that there was this link between high levels of depression with high sugar intake, I wanted to understand why. According to the studies, there are a couple theorized reasons for this. So the first one is that eating lots of simple sugars can cause the blood sugar level in the body to spike and crash and spike and crash. And these cycles of spiking and crashing cause stress. Over time, these elevated levels of stress can lead to depression and anxiety. The second speculated reason is that simple sugars cause the brain to produce less of a protein called BDNF. And for whatever reason, those lowered levels of BDNF contributed to higher rates of depression. The third theorized reason is that these simple sugars tend to be present in foods without much other nutritious value or foods high in empty calories. And what that means is that even though you're getting the calories that you need for the day, you're not getting all the other nutrients that you need to stay healthy. And without those other nutrients, the body is ill-equipped to remove stress from the body. And I mean like physically removing stress, like stress hormones like adrenaline and cortisol. And without those extra nutrients to help remove those stress-inducing hormones, your body is less equipped to deal with those stressors, meaning, again, elevated risk of anxiety and depression. There are a slew of other reasons why high sugar levels impact depression. Sugar has been shown to affect the levels of dopamine in the body, which is very closely tied to mood. Sugar has also been shown to increase inflammation in the body, and multiple studies have come out showing that there's a link between inflammation and depression. 
Sugar also impacts the production of vitamin B and something called chromium, which is a mood stabilizer. Both of these impact the production of serotonin and other neurotransmitters. So all of these things come together to really heavily impact levels of depression in the body. Another thing is that sugar has been shown to act similar to the way cocaine does in the brain, where using it produces a high and they are both also addictive. As I was doing research for this video, I came across the question of whether artificial sugars would have the same impact as these simple sugars in depression and your mood. And it turns out that no, it doesn't seem like the same link appears there. The only thing is that the use of artificial sweeteners has been shown to reduce the appeal of, of real nutritious foods like fruits and vegetables. And in that way, by lowering your intake of those good foods can impact your mood also. Now that we see that there's this link between sugar and depression, I wanted to leave you with some actionable steps you could do to help improve your mood via your diet. So the first thing is that natural sugars have not been shown to cause the same spikes that refined sugars do. So choosing fruits and vegetables over more processed sugars like in candy and stuff like that can help your mood. On a similar note, eating more complex carbohydrates like whole grain bread as opposed to simpler, more processed carbohydrates like white bread can also help regulate your mood. The studies also pointed out that fish can be helping regulating your mood, and I also had a therapist once that encouraged me to take fish oil for the same reason. So those are some different things that you could do to help improve your mood via your diet. That said, please remember that I am not a doctor or a dietitian. I work in software, so please take this with a grain of salt, no pun intended. Um, and the other thing that I should say is that my diet is pretty bad, so I could stand to take my own advice here that this research has shown.